0: Coming to you from that once forgotten artery that pulses through the center of the continental United States and into the heart of the Ozarks, Grace Matthews. Looking in from the northern border, our Canadian friend along with his countrymen feeling the effects of US political issues, Connor Murphy.
1: Welcome to Dueling Dialogues, episode 96. I'm Connor Murphy here with Grace Matthews, all the way in Springfield, Missouri. Hi, Grace, how you doing? I'm doing great. Good. How about you? I've been better. Back's kind of sore, walking like Quasimodo, you know. (laughs) Well, that's uh, no fun. Nothing I can do about that. It just getting old sucks.
2: Oh, man, doesn't it? It really sucks. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and remember back when they used to think the lines on your face, you know, they want you to do Botox.
1: You know what?
2: I am not getting some germ toxin pumped into my system or injected into my system.
1: Speaking of which, I saw Cher was bad-mouthing Trump the other day. Speaking of Botox. yeah, I
2: I haven't seen her. Is she really like tight? Oh,
1: plumped right up there. Yeah, you know, the whole thing, I didn't even read what she really said about Trump because I could give two shits what Cher thinks. But I was amazed she was able to speak with all that Botox in her face.
2: Oh, man, don't you hate that? It reminds me of the Joker from that yeah. when, you know, back <laughs> when Jack Nicholson was the Joker. Yeah I, mean, yeah, I get it. I mean, there are some, some women are that bad. Actually, I've seen some men that bad lately. You know, somebody called John Kerry, the former Secretary of State, a (laughs) He's he's got a strange Botox reaction and he does I mean after they said that I was like oh my god he does look like a Muppet (laughs)
1: That's hilarious. Wow. Speaking of Muppets, do we have Muppets to speak about today?
2: Oh, yes. Little Kim. Again, Yeah, I'm pretty sure. You know, bipolar is kind of the diagnosis of the day. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We got a couple of bipolars in this report today. Anyway, Kim Jong, who was threatening to stand up Trump at the Singapore meeting, all while he He was destroying his nukes, you know, seemed a little bipolar. And in fact, that's the notes I wrote that North Korea is threatening not to go to Singapore. And yet the other news on the other channel is that they just destroyed their nukes, which, you know, I, I think that's relative. How many nukes do they have to replace the one they destroyed? Or did the earthquake that they induced with their nukes destroy the nukes? Anyway, we don't know. However, Trump, as we predicted the other day, was playing the art of the deal. He pulls out of the summit first. Wow. You know, it's kind of like my son, two girlfriends ago. I said, why did you break up with her? And he said, because she was going to break up with me.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. That's hilarious.
2: But that is the way the art of the deal works. And I do believe that probably... Little Kim has read the book, okay? You can't beat the guy that wrote the book at his own game.
1: Yeah, that's for sure.
2: is the master.
1: I'm surprised I hadn't heard that news in Canada.
2: I am surprised too. Of course, it's very new. You know, like I said, I had already written notes and decided, you know, little Kim was going to probably go ahead and pull out before, even though we predicted the other day that Trump was going to. Oh,
1: so likely if I open social media, it would be all over there then.
2: Oh my gosh, yes. Oh yeah. So, you know, things are going on with China. When Trump made this announcement earlier, he mentioned Japan being on board. He mentioned South Korea being on board. He did not know mention a word about china now at the same time they're negotiating these tariffs on these cars right among other things but the the auto tariffs seem to be the hot item of the moment especially this morning okay now little kim goes to china they have a meeting they all decide they're going to have a meeting with the united states and South Korea on his first trip to China. Everybody's excited. They settle on Singapore, the twelfth day of June, okay? Yeah. He goes back for a second meeting to China. When he leaves this time, he stands up, you know, the Korean president Moon. He doesn't show up for that meeting. He starts threatening nuclear things with Trump, which right. Trump says it's the rhetoric that caused him to call off this meeting because Kim's regime started talking about well. If you don't meet with us, then we can, you know, have a conversation with nukes. That's a heck of a conversation. Yeah. You know? That does speak, but nobody answers much. You know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So
2: anyway, so it started getting into a yours is bigger than mine, and our mind's bigger than yours. I guess I should say. Kind of conversation, right? So Trump pulled out. Now at the same time, and you know, I don't believe in coincidences when it comes to politics and foreign affairs, right? An American in China has suffered brain damage after being exposed to abnormal sounds. Mm, wow, deja vu! Remember that issue in Cuba last fall?
1: Right, we talked about we that. Yeah,
2: Americans and Canadians. In fact, the Canadians were the first to experience the, we called it the sonic boom at the time.
1: Right. Now we know where Cuba got the technology.
2: Exactly. Bingo. Yeah. China is working in the back doors, hmm. you know, and he, they are working behind Trump's back. And let me tell you, I don't think Trump's one to do that to him. You might have gotten by with it. Uh, Obama's reign not Trump's right. So what happened on that second trip to China? What did China tell or promise little Kim?
1: Good question Very good question. will
2: ever know but I'm telling you obviously something did. something happened yeah. Be interesting, now. And you know, it's so unfortunate that this guy all discombobulated for a lot of different reasons. But one reason that most people might not be thinking about is that Trump signed a bill this morning to roll back banking regulation. Now, Ooh. this is huge because... After 2008, you know, the Congress, the Senate, I mean, they they jumped the gun. They created the Dodd-Frank banking rules and regulations. And, you know, the banks have acted and behaved badly. They still are. Wells Fargo is is nothing but a criminal operation.
1: Well, there's one place that they're, you know, not acting crazy, and that's Iceland because they're all in jail. The bankers? Yeah. You didn't know that? No. They put them in jail years ago.
2: Well, they need to put all of the Wells Fargo people, especially, in jail.
1: I have a friend that lives in Iceland, and uh, we could probably have him on the show.
2: I think that would be fabulous.
1: I met him as a journalist in Los Angeles, actually and he's a part-time actor but very smart dude and can let us in on you know how that whole thing went down and the aftermath
2: well I'd like to know how to jail some burgers because it's really terrible what these guys did during the housing bubble and you know, the whole bundling and, and what they've done since. You know, Wells Fargo just starts opening up all these accounts that people don't even know about. Right. And what are they? Yeah, they get some wimpy ass fine. Yeah. Well, the people much. are out there suffering, you know. Some of the people that were wrongly foreclosed on during the 2008 housing bubble—you know—the government charges Bank of America or fines them and Wells Fargo and others. Right. But the people, the people didn't get anything. I have a—I had a friend that that happened to, and you know, they got nothing. Wow. Well, yeah. And, yeah, and everybody some... knew. I mean, it was an admission of a fault, but. It, it really didn't matter. It's like if, if somebody steals your identity, you know, and that did happen to me. And they found the person guilty and I got a $20 check in the mail.
1: <laughs> oh, great.
2: However, they had created $20,000. I thought maybe they left a few zeros off. Right. You know, that had to be repaired. That was like some 20 years ago. So, you know, these things are not fair. And the person that suffers tends to not get any help. So anyway, what this does, this bill that Trump signed, it sort of levels the playing field. So local and regional banks can play ball again, you know? And they can go after some of this business from these big banks. Because the big banks did nothing but figure out how to finagle themselves around the Dodd-Frank regulation, of course. Well,
1: this will be interesting to see what happens there.
2: Yeah, I think that will be a, that's a huge deal. I think economically it's its very huge.
1: I'd rather have them all thrown in jail.
2: I would too. I, can we have both?
1: Yeah. Is that an option? Yeah. I yeah. I'd i like to that. talk
2: to your friend. I, I really would. That would be um, fun because we can always fantasize, you know, and pretend. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's a that's a good place to go when you can't get what you want. Anyway, <laughs> Aussie is a newspaper. I don't even know what do you call it when it just comes in your email. I mean, they don't print uh, it. I I don't know if
1: newsletter. I
2: guess. Yeah, they are reporting that a guy named George Nader, a convicted pedophile, he is most likely Mueller's star witness that has information that will connect the Trump campaign to, and, and, and I'm quoting them here, foreign entities wow yeah wow! so so
1: basically that tells me they have no credible witnesses
2: yeah that they've made a deal with the devil I mean a pedophile is kind of like the devil you know I mean how much worse do you get I mean prisoners don't even like pedophiles you know they can't even they oftentimes they can't stay alive in prison
1: exactly
2: so that's like a deal with the devil
1: oh worse yeah Wow.
2: Yeah. Just, That's developing, like
1: I said. It proves that they're not going to, uh, that they will stoop as low as they have to go, I guess. You know, they're not going to quit until they... Talk about
2: the swamp.
1: Oh, yeah. They,
2: that is really wow. dredging the swamp. And, you know, and you know something that makes me sad is you take a guy like Mueller who at some point, just a few years ago, had a stellar career. You know, he's ex-military, head of the FBI. I mean, he was had a phenomenal career to look back on, be proud of tell his grandchildren about and now he's drudging the swamp and he's got nothing i mean he may very well be part of a conspiracy in the deep state to take down the president of the united states
1: yeah i mean at least
2: a player in it unreal why didn't he just stop he's like 74 or something?
1: Yeah, I don't get it.
2: I don't get it. It's like those basketball players that play a couple of seasons too long or five seasons too long. You know, and you go, why didn't you stop all your ad Because now all we can remember is how you made a fool out of yourself. Yeah, exactly. I hope if I ever do anything great, I know when to quit.
1: <laughs> yeah, no doubt.
2: Yeah. The president did something else really good today. I think it's a really good statement. He pardoned former boxer Jack Johnson. Oh, wow. Now, Jack Johnson is dead. Nevertheless, in 1923, he took a white woman over the state line, a white woman he was in love with, and she was in love with him. He spent time in prison for that.
1: Wow.
2: Now, and I think that President Trump pardoning him is a big statement, saying, you know what, we're not going to govern who you love.
1: Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah. I can't believe Black, nobody... Black,
2: white, Hispanic, same-sex, we don't care. I'm like you. I can't believe that this didn't come up during Obama administration. Yeah,
1: yeah, I was just going to and... say that. I can't believe that this is just coming up now. Like, where were the past president?
2: Yeah, products? yeah. We call... We don't, but many people call him a racist and a white supremacist and uh continually... He keeps doing more for this cause, for racism, for underprivileged groups than any president in my lifetime. Right. So I think this was very symbolic. Um, Supposedly, this was brought to his attention by Rocky Sylvester Stallone. Um, And I think uh, whom I normally don't like him all that much, but this was a good thing. It was well, a good thing.
1: Here's a point. We know of Jack Johnson because he was a famous boxer. How right. many other people spent time in jail who haven't been pardoned? I mean, anything Here. racial that was done in history should be erased. I mean, Well, you know, people... and
2: rather than tearing down statues, why aren't we doing that?
1: Exactly. Why aren't
2: we going back and pardoning people that were put in jail over reg- racist ideas?
1: Yeah, yeah that you know
2: i mean because tearing those statues you know it doesn't change history no and sometimes people do good things and in another part of their life they might have done something bad you know let's all be adult grown-ups and recognize the multi-faceted or multi-dimensions of human beings right yeah you know yes Some of our forefathers had slaves. It was a bad, that doesn't mean that they also didn't do something else good. So why don't we try to make a statement And do some more of this pardoning. And like you said, let's pardon somebody that wasn't famous. Yeah, I agree. Because he was a boxer or an athlete. Great idea. Okay. Now, Trump got a little bit of a kick this morning. A federal judge says that the First Amendment allows people to comment on Trump's Twitter feed. And Trump can't block them because of their politics. (gasps) Oh, wow. Now, shame on him for thinking he could. Now, if they do something offensive that is not political, he can, of course, block them. Like, you know, they make some sort of threat. But for political reasons, he can't. And I, you know, really, they should not have taken that to a federal judge, but oh (laughs) well. Yeah, it's a that bit over. That Twitter thing is yeah. just a thing with the president.
1: You know, I, I, I'm Twitter is I'm I'm just not a fan.
2: You I, know, I like Twitter better than Facebook. I don't. I don't, but maybe, see, I don't necessarily like that. I don't know. A lot of people like Facebook because it's warm and fuzzy and they don't like Twitter because it isn't. And see, I'm just the opposite. I, I kind of don't want warm and fuzzy. I just feel you know? that it,
1: it's just a bunch of people going, look at me. Look at me. I can do this. Watch me do this. See this. Woo. Mm-hmm. I don't have time for that.
2: Or they're yeah. trying to sell me something. Yeah. They, yeah, they do. They do a lot of trying to sell. And they are apparently not doing a very good job because they don't make any money. No. Which has threatened to shut them down.
1: Yeah, well, I wouldn't be too sad if it went away. Just my two cents, though. Sorry, Twitter.
2: Okay, one of our favorites, or at least our listeners' favorites, Steve Bannon. Woo, Steve! Yeah, he's done an interview with the BBC. My understanding is that it will actually air next Wednesday. Now, Steve Bannon, when I think of Steve Bannon, I think of somebody that goes against everything you might say. He's <laughs> yeah. always that devil's advocate. Yeah, kind of you know? one step away from George yeah, Nader. It's, <laughs> actually, yeah, yeah. However, he's He's taken a turn. He is now saying whatever his opponent wants him to say.
1: Oh, okay.
2: Which totally just blows my mind.
1: Well, I, I kind of figured he'd be that kind of guy anyways, so no well, Yeah, it's hard
2: to me. believe it's genuine. Yeah. Okay, he says that Martin Luther King Jr., would be proud of Trump. I don't know. Did he like have a séance?
1: Yeah, I don't know.
2: I mean, I don't I don't look at him and Martin Luther King Jr. having some sort of, you know,
1: buddy, special
2: buddy. bond or,
1: or romance. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, and I mean even besides the fact that Dr. King is not still with us, I would think if he was alive, him and Steve Bannon wouldn't be buddies. <laughs>
1: Uh, I would agree there. Yeah.
2: But he says that Mueller's a great guy. Now, we all know that Mueller team questioned Yeah,
1: Stephen. Yeah, of course so he's going to say yeah, that. Yeah, he's
2: going to be, yeah, he's great. At the same time, he says Trump should not interview with Mueller.
1: Well, uh, hey, I, I can't disagree with that. I don't think they even have a reason to interview No,
2: him. I, I don't disagree with that, but I think he is still playing the fiddle to both
1: sides. Yeah. yeah. He
2: says that Mueller should not be fired and should be allowed to continue. On the other hand, he thinks Rod Rosenstein should be fired. Wow. I actually sort of think that I sort of agree with that, except if you get rid of Rosenstein, you're getting rid of Mueller and Steve Bannon damn well knows that.
1: <laughs> exactly. So, so he's just uh, covering all bases.
2: Exactly. He's
1: keeping his options open.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Talk about fickle as a pickle. Yeah. So we have to eat our word. Uh oh. Yeah. What we now? were wrong about this one. Yeah. Jared Kushner got full security clearance back.
1: Wow. Yeah, that, I didn't see that coming.
2: I didn't either, because remember he kept leaving information in office, his application, and so they finally sort of sanctioned him by taking away his security clearance.
1: I prefer to think that they just put him in the closet for a couple months.
2: I do, too. I don't think it's over, because he was still shopping alone to save the 666 building in in Manhattan. First of all, who buys a building with the address of 666? I don't care if you're not a Christian, you're not a Jew, I mean, I don't care what you are. That's bad luck. There is
1: a whole conspiracy thing built around that building and some other buildings in New York. I don't know exactly what it's called, but I did stumble across all of that on YouTube one day. And, and the 666 building supposedly has these tunnels and stuff underneath it. Uh, to really? other. Yeah. yeah it's, Way it's, cool. If I come across it again, I'll send you a link. All right.
2: I stayed a block from there in March when I was in New York. Yeah. And I wish I would have went there but I didn't Um, and I really thought about it but we got to remember the balloon payment is due on that building Kushner does not have the money the payment is due in January of 19, he has been refused by banks and businessmen in the United States. So he has been shopping. And I think he is going to be the family fall guy. A lot of people think it'll be Donald Trump Jr. Right. I think it's going to be Kushner.
1: Yeah, I agree. I, I don't think it's changed much just because he got some security clearance. If someone's going to no, fall, in fact, it's gonna that be might him.
2: be just a distraction. It could be. You could know? It be. Maybe, uh,
1: maybe they are giving him full security clearance. So they can watch them. Who knows?
2: Right. That's what I'm wondering. Okay. The NFL's back.
1: Okay. The idea is back. Yeah.
2: Okay. Roger Goodell na- announced yesterday that the NFL has a new policy on kneeling during the national anthem. Okay. All players are required to stand during the National Anthem. And you go, wow, these guys got tough. They did the (laughs) right thing. This is a place of work. And then you read the fine print. Okay. If they don't want to, wham, they can stay in the locker room during the National Anthem, which I think, okay, that's okay. I still think at work, you know, we should do what we're supposed to do. Right. Most of us have to. Okay. If they do kneel out on the field during the national anthem, guess who gets fined?
1: No idea. The players? The
2: owner. The owner. The team. Not the player. The, the team. team. Or the owner. Or the, you know. Yeah, well. The, the business. The team business.
1: Wow. Okay, so what a bunch of p****s. They're like, okay, teams, you deal with this shit right
2: Exactly. Well, yeah, and and already one of the coaches this morning says he's not going to. He uh-huh. will. The team or the the business will just pay the fine. So then you go, well, gee, how much is the fine? Okay, because these guys make a lot of money. It better be significant. Oh, they haven't decided how much yet.
1: Wow. Okay.
2: So this whole thing is a nothing burger.
1: Yeah. No kidding. Now, what they should have done right from the start is ignore those that were kneeling. Just ignore them like they even weren't there. And we wouldn't have this problem now.
2: You know what? You are exactly right. Exactly. But it's too late now.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Way too late. Because now it's a big deal. Oh,
2: absolutely. It's everything now. People, they have lost 10% of their viewing audience. At least that's what it was at the end of last year.
1: Yeah. I think it's going to keep going up.
2: I do too. Because I think people are fed up.
1: Yeah. Agreed.
2: They're, they're, They're fed up with this. and and it's not just the kneeling issue it's overpaid pansies that cry all the time
1: yeah exactly
2: every time something doesn't go their way they're whining and We're tired of it. Plus, we have other things to do. Exactly. I mean, politics is much more interesting now, and we don't have to pay a dime for the
1: tickets.
2: (laughs) You just turn the TV on, you got a front row seat. You bet. We love it. But TV is changing. And this may also sort of be why the NFL is losing viewers, because I think people aren't watching regular TV, you know? In fact, before we started recording today, you and I were having a conversation. You were talking about binge watching, right? Justin, I binge watch a couple of shows, yeah. You know, that's what people do, V, yeah. Okay, today Netflix is officially worth more than Comcast. Comcast owns NBC. Wow, in the first quarter of this last year, Comcast lost 96,000 subscribers. Huh. We are changing the way we gain information. Well, everybody's
1: in their phone and they're not watching the TV anymore.
2: Well, yeah, but I—you uh, can also stream into your TV. I'm telling you, as of the holiday season, we have—we are a TV house. now. we don't watch much of anything, but we have TVs on for SAC. Right. We have like seven TVs here, Dr. <laughs> Kate okay all right we now have two TVs hooked up to cable because we stream the others I see okay we were paying like two hundred and fifty dollars a month for cable now that included our landline so I don't know how much but it it didn't include our internet connection right okay now we do five TVs on streaming for fifty four dollars a month wow we are going to get rid of one more tv on cable the only reason we're keeping one on cable is because sometimes our internet goes out yeah and you know we live in a storm ridden area and so you know that kind of but imagine that you're talking about saving about two hundred dollars a month
1: yeah i know add that up over a year
2: exactly that's a vacation i, I can take cheap vacations because i like to lay by the water so yeah you times know what i'm are saying? changing times it are is changing, changing. We're changing the way we watch TV. We're changing the way we gain information. And you know what? We're, we're not in love with our sports figures like we used to be. No. And Amazon. I tell you what. They keep getting more money, making more money.
1: Yeah, they've just raised uh, like their prime prices and everything like substantially.
2: Yeah. Well, here they are now limiting returns. Now, that was one of their big selling points, especially on prime. Right. And they are basically Manning habitual returners. They're closing okay. down our accounts. Wow. Now talk about going back on your word. Remember when everybody goes, well, nobody will ever buy clothes from Amazon. And Amazon said, sure you can, because you can order them and send them back for free. Right. Now they're sanctioning people for sending wow. them back. And and they should have never said that to women, because women will order 10 things and keep one. Maybe <laughs> not. I mean they do that to stores.
1: Well, I can see how that was costing them a lot of money, but you know, they're but
2: not they're not gonna go broke.
1: Yeah, I was just gonna say that. They're they're not hurting for money, but yet they're you know, they're curbing returners and, you know, raising fees.
2: Exactly.
1: Okay, well, I guess. Yeah, well you can, do, well, they you can do
2: that when you have a monopoly and they're starting that's, to become a monopoly.
1: And that's exactly uh, it. They can do what yeah. they want now and they, they are.
2: Yeah, that's for sure. That's a bad day for NBC uh GMA is taking over mornings and the Today Show is being left in their dust. Oh wow! Yeah, they they got Megyn Kelly and they got rid of Matt Lauer and actually they were losing some ground before, but that it didn't help. Megyn Kelly isn't bringing anything to them, so GMA is taking over mornings. Wow! They are now going to add another hour, and you go well. Great, they'll just have on like three hours instead of two. No, they're adding it at, well, one o'clock Eastern time, which is noon in the Midwest. They are going to replace the chew, which has been a wildly successful celebrity chef cooking show. And it's kind of a talk show cooking show because they have a lot of celebrities come cook with them and they talk to them about whatever their project is. Right. Well, last year, Daphne Oz left the show. She's Dr. Oz's daughter. And, and she had complained about Mario Batelli, but she had said that they didn't get along and that it wasn't sexual to my knowledge. We know that later in the year, all sorts of people came forward saying he was sexually inappropriate. And we just all thought he was a jerk until last Sunday when 60 Minutes aired a show. And I believe all the women remained anonymous. Hmm. And these women complained of being drugged and assaulted. And now New York uh, Police Department has opened up a criminal investigation into Mario. Wow. This has been, I guess, a bit of bad press for the chief. i I'd say. So even though they have been, like I said, wildly. Successful. They have won awards every year. It's it's a cute show. I used to watch it. I you know, I like it. Yeah. But they are going to replace it with another hour of GMA. Good morning, America.
1: Well, wow. that's a so big one.
2: So I think that the bad press on Mario and the fact that they had him and he stayed around so long and apparently it was like the worst kept secret in the world made the show look bad. And so they're going to cut their losses
0: hmm.
2: and cut the show. Wow. Now, speaking of whiners, Elon Musk is whining again, <laughs> and uh, you now he, he owns Tesla. He's mad about the way press is covering the self-driving car crashes. You know, he's not mad about the woman that was killed.
1: Right. He's mad he's at the journalists.
2: yeah, you know, because he's a whiner, and remember... Back a few a few months ago, he came out and said, "You know, I'm going to be so transparent. I'm going to tell you that I'm bipolar." And now, everything he does, everything the company does, is going to be tied to the fact that he came out and said he was bipolar.
1: Yeah, pretty right. Everybody
2: much. eared and odd like he was fabulous for saying that. I said. What a stupid idiot. Because you (laughs) just gave them a loaded gun.
1: Yeah. Now, to
2: click your temple.
1: How is he planning on doing this credibility? check.
2: Yeah, he has so much.
1: Like, you uh, know, he's
2: going to be overthrown from his own company.
1: It, it, he's. I think he's opening himself up to all kinds of lawsuits, you know?
2: Oh, absolutely.
1: Put up a site that calls on the credibility of a journalist and boom, uh, you know, you might have a lawsuit on your hands.
2: You oh, know? I'd say there's a good chance. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He needs $10 billion to get through the summer to make his car, so, you know, that, just add that to the list of his problems.
1: Yeah. Yeah, wow, 10B.
2: Yeah, he's annoying for sure. And I think... We have a book that we wanna just mention. Okay. It's called Night and Day. The Ozark Technical Community College English Department has put this out. It is poetry, short stories, and art. Oh, interesting. It's available on Amazon. Uh, The money will go towards printing and creating another book next semester. Cool. But it's a nice little book. So I encourage people to go to Amazon and purchase it. Cool.
1: I agree. Go there and buy it.
2: Absolutely. And um, I guess we agree on that, but we don't always agree. Nope. Life's a journey and we're all in this together. Remember, do not become anyone's victim. Thanks for listening. Godspeed, Connor, and Godspeed to all of our friends out there.
0: Godspeed, Grace, and thanks for listening. Dueling Dialogues is brought to you by our affiliates at IX Web Hosting. Click the banner on the right left, to get up to 40% off your first year of the best hosting on the planet. Today's episode of Dueling Dialogue is brought to you by Saucy Eva. Gma's marinade is coming soon to a plate near you to gourmetize your meats and proteins.